Oh, hey there, KC. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So, um, you know, in our meeting right before we started recording, um, you know, we were talking about what we were talking about today. And if I remember correctly, which I always do without fail. Always. Always do uh-huh. without fail. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about how basically um, like Moses and Aaron are going to be running around naked, um, putting blood on their ears and big toes, uh, dancing naked around the fire, praising to the Lord God, and then the Lord God's going to take his lightning dick out and uh, <laughs> write the Ten Commandments. Are, are you done? Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much what we're doing today, right? No. Nope. That's no. not what we're doing today? No, except for the, the blood on the ears and the toes. We're totally doing that. But they're totally dancing around naked. No, they're not they naked. They're not naked. And Moses isn't part of it at all. Do they put blood on the tip of their dicks too? No. That's what you do when you're trying to get rid of leprosy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, uh, yeah. So so no dancing around naked no. while getting blood on your ear, toes, and dick. N- no. Oh, fuck me. Why do we even do this podcast? I don't. No, mostly to educate you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what is up, heathens? How's everybody doing? Hi, K- y'all. Hey, Casey. Hey, you're doing. You're doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm all right. I got my Christmas tree up. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you had two strapping young men there to help you with that. I did. I did. It was great. <laughs> well, today we are talking about some ritual stuff as well as, um, you know, Moses getting the Ten Commandments. So get your butt holders ready and strap in. All right. So last time, if you remember, we talked about the instructions for the tabernacle and we went through all the measurements for all the lampstands and all of the walls and all of the temples and all of the altars and all of the everything the ark of the covenant and they told us how to do all that well so now what we're talking about today is we're going to start off in exodus so today we're going to start off in exodus chapter 29 at the very beginning with the ordination of priests okay so the priests if you all remember are aaron and his sons and his the, the generations to come in aaron's family and Aaron, if you don't remember, is Moses's brother who actually speaks for him because Moses has a little bit of stage fright. Um, so this is what you are to do to consecrate them, the priests. Um, take a young bull and two rams without defect. <laughs> no defect. Take, right. <laughs> this, 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 this does not start out well. <laughs> all right, what you got to do, fellas, is you got to get a bull and two lambs, okay? Rams. Rams, sorry, rams, the, the ones getting to me. Two rams, okay? <laughs> now, I want you to go out into the desert, right? Strip down naked. No. Oh, that's not where this is going? No, we've already talked about this. Uh, just you sit over there for a second. Let me read through this, and then you can comment. Okay. Okay. And f- and from fine wheat flour without yeast, because, you know, fuck yeast, uh, make bread and 
cakes mixed with oil and wafers spread with oil. Put them in a basket and present them in it along with the bowl and two rams. Then bring them, Aaron and his sons, uh, to the entrance to the tent of the meeting and wash them with water. Then take the garments, which we talked about last time. You remember the garments that they made for them with rubies and shit? Yeah. And dress Aaron with the tunic, the robe of the ephod, the ephod itself, and the breastpiece. Fasten the ephod on him by its skillfully woven waistband. Put the turban on his head and attach the sacred diadem. Now, a diadem is a crown. It's like a um, kind of like a headband type crown. I'm assuming it's gemmed and shit. <laughs> gemmed and shit. Well, like jeweled, you know? <laughs> I could just see Moses right now. Now listen, fellas, be sure to bedazzle that shit, okay? I need you to bedazzle it because that's what I want. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what God wants. Yeah, this is God This is God speaking this whole time. Um, He, he must need a... What did David Smalley call it today? A sucky? <laughs> <laughs> Cough drop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, basically God is having them play dress up for whatever the fuck reason. Is that correct? Um, sort of. Yeah. It's like, we're going to do some, some rituals, fellas. So what I need you to do is dress up all pretty in a crown. Well, it's kind of like what you were talking about in your Mormon video. And the guy was like, don't make fun of us for wearing our magical underwears. And he was like, everybody wears, uh, most religions have some sort of ritual clothing. So that's what this is. Oh, it's ritual clothing that deflects bullets? Uh, I don't think it deflects bullets. Well, I mean, bullets didn't exist then, but I mean, I'm sure God would make them deflect bullets. I mean, if that were the case, right? Only if they're anointed correctly, I suppose. If you don't consecrate them right, they're fucked. <laughs> Anytime I think of consecration, I just think of God jizzing on, on the clothes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so like no i mean if you if you fuck up and you ru- and you put the blood on the left toe instead of the right toe you are not holy hey god's rules <laughs> hashtag god's rules yep okay so you attach the diadem the sacred diadem to the turban then you take the anointing oil and anoint him by pouring it on his head so you get him all dressed up and then you dump oil all over his head which seems pretty <laughs> ridiculous but whatever <laughs> this is turning into kind of a carry moment here oh yeah it's gonna be a mess wait till we get through this man this this today is a mess you're gonna need a shower just from listening to this yeah. which i feel like most of the time when we finish this we probably need <laughs> <Yeah>. some shower. <laughs> After me mentioning jizz, yeah. I'm sure they yeah. want to, they want a shower, but no, I mean it, it's just it kind of seems kinky a little bit. Like, all right, now I want you to dress up pretty for me with that crown, and then we're gonna pour some hot fucking oil on you. You understand me? Uh, yeah. Some people might be into that. Yes, mm-hmm. they definitely are. I'm, yeah. Okay, uh, so bring his sons and dress them in tunics and put headbands on them. Then tie sashes on Aaron and his sons. The priesthood is theirs by a lasting ordinance. In this way, you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. Then it goes on to talk about um, the special sin offering. Now, if you don't know, a sin offering is an offering to atone for unintentional transgressions that bring guilt upon the people. So I don't, what would you consider like an unintentional transgression? Like you, this is like if you make a mistake and you're like, oh shit, 
fucked up, slept through my alarm, unintentional transgression, guilt upon the people. Now I got to do a sin offering. <laughs> I mean, I don't have like. <laughs> Fuck, I slept through my, <laughs> I slept through my rooster alarm <laughs> and now I've got to kill a lamb for it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let, let me go and get that other one out there. I've, I can only make two more mistakes this week before I get a new shipment of lambs. <laughs> well, so this is, this Right, this next section in Exodus chapter 29 is specific to the ordination activities. So this isn't just in general. This is a sin offering for the ordination activity. Okay. okay. So we're still going through that. Um, so it says, bring a bull to the front of the tent of the meeting and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on its head, slaughter it in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tent of the meeting. Take some of the bull's blood and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out the rest of it at the base of the altar. Then take all the fat around the inner parts, the covering of the liver and both kidneys with the fat on them and burn them on the altar. But burn the bull's flesh and its hide and its offal outside the camp. It is a sin offering. Now, uh, an offal is... um. What is an awful? An awful is like the inner, like inner organ parts, like cut up inner organ parts of any kind of animal is awful. I'm oh, not okay. awful. <laughs> o f f a l awful. Oh okay. Yeah. Doesn't this just seem a bit psychotic? <laughs> <laughs> we're not even to the. We're not even to all the way psychotic yet. Yet, but yes. So this is like I was talking to you last time about how if somebody were to just happen upon these fucks, I wouldn't mess with them. I would be like, be very quiet, don't disturb the crazy, and let's get the fuck out of here. But can you just imagine like somebody just happening upon them and it's just no. like, but it's just like, oh yeah, we're doing our annual sin offering here. You want to watch? Oh, yeah, sure. Then we'll grab us a bite. It's like they lay the hands on the bull. Then they slaughter the motherfucker. And then they take the blood, pour it at the base of their altar, string a bunch of entrails up there, and then light it on fire and all their sins are forgiven. And you're just standing there in the back of the audience like, I'm going to go. Uh, it was nice meeting y'all, but I ain't fucking around here no more. You forgot one important part. They have to rub the bull on the horns, the the bull blood on the horns that are on the altar. Or the ram, ram blood. You have to rub the ram blood on the horns. You know, you remember they built horns on the corner of the altar? Well, so they have to rub ram blood on the horns. So they have to basically lube them up. (laughs) I mean, still, I mean, it's like once they start playing in blood, you're just like, God damn, y'all eat paint chips for breakfast, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not just that. It's like they have to slice this motherfucker open. They have to take the parts, right? And then... Pull the covering off of the liver. Like, they have to be playing around in this fuck's guts. <laughs> like, this is really repulsive. But we're going to we're gonna do it again. You ready? We got a, a burnt offering next. That was just the sin offering. You ready for the burnt offering? <laughs> well, sin is a dirty job there, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> we have a few more offerings. You know what's interesting is that the Jewish people have a, a tradition, and it's actually... Jewish people now don't do this, but but way back in in the ancient times, they this was part of the uh, Kohan, Kohanic the the twenty four Kohanic gifts that were given to Jewish priests 
And they were, it was basically compensation for service to the temple. And so this was part, these, this was part of the gifts to the, we're going to talk about um, burnt offerings, heave offerings, wave offerings. And these are different things that would be presented to the Jewish priests as compensation for serving. Oh, okay. Also I, I sacrifices thought, to the Lord. I, I thought the compensation was just, you know, young Jewish boys. No, I, um, the compensation, I, I mean, long game, the compensation would be like heaven, right? No, I thought it was young Jewish boys to violate. I mean, that's the Catholics. No, no, no. J- uh, Jewish Orthodoxy and, and Jews in general have a problem with, um, uh, you know, sex abuse, too. Yeah, you know the thing that really freaks me out, and this is totally off topic. We'll get back to we'll get back to this shit. the The whole circumcision and the the Jewish the Jewish priest guy sucking on the tip of that is so repulsive to me. I just don't understand. First of all, it's a health hazard. Like you can pass diseases that way. Oh, I mean, have you not heard that that there ha- there are plenty of babies that die each year? Well, because yeah, because of herpes. yes. But because I mean, it, they can pa- the priest can pass disease on to the kids, but the the they're they're putting somebody else's blood in their mouth. Like this is a serious exchange of fluids, and it's a fucking biohazard. Well, yeah, but I mean, you also kind of have to wonder, like, what did the priest do with his mouth to get the herpes in the first place? <laughs> I don't wonder about those things because I don't want to know. Listen, listen. I got. Uh, I've got this thing on Sunday that I got to. Te- I, I I got to prepare myself for. So if you wouldn't mind, good sir, from Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are we going to move on to burnt offering now? Let's do burnt offerings. Okay. So now you need to take one of the rams, and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on its head, slaughter it, and take the blood and sprinkle it against the altar on all sides. So now we're like spray painting, right? <laughs> sprinkle like. Just... <laughs> Again, you're a random person in the crowd. You see them slaughter the ram, dip their fingers in the blood, and then go patink, patink, patink at the altar. And you're just like, the, the fuck, fuck are you yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, it gets better. You ready? Yeah. Cut the ram into pieces and then wash the inner parts and the legs, putting them with the head and the other pieces. Then burn the entire ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, an offering made to the Lord by fire. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Cut my ram into pieces. <laughs> this is my burnt offering. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's make a song out of it. We might as well. <laughs> it's, now the guys on the crowd like, yeah, this is fucking metal. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we could make a song about that. That would be funny. Okay. So that's the special burnt offering. I wonder why you have to wash the inner pieces. Well, I mean, you can't give God, like, dirty ass inner organs. But they did with the the bowl just a second ago they you didn't know, wash not, the inner let's pieces. not worry about the fucking details on this shit god oh. just wants his blood okay oh, okay so now we're gonna go on to the ram of ordination okay so this is another ram take the other ram and aaron and his son shall lay their hands on its head slaughter it take some of its blood 
and put it on the lobes of the right ears of Aaron and his sons, on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. Then sprinkle the blood against the altar on all sides, and take some of the blood on the altar, and some of the anointing oil, and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments, and on his sons and their garments. Then he and his sons and their garments will be consecrated. Da- Daddy, wait, what's going to happen tonight? <laughs> oh, we're going to sprinkle blood on you in a blood sacrifice to our God. But not just sprinkle. Oh, sorry. But But not just sprinkle? What? No, they're not just sprinkling blood. They got to rub blood on their ears, their thumbs, and their toes. You want to do what, Daddy? Do my ears, my thumbs, and my <laughs> toes? What the fuck is this for again, exactly? You know, it's almost like Xander's face when we told him we needed to cut off his thumb to make that ornament. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, no! No! <laughs> fuck away from me, Daddy! <laughs> Well, okay, so backstory, we were making a, like, a plaster mold orna- Christmas ornament, and we all did our thumbprints on it, and so, yeah, we told Xander we needed his thumb, and, you know, John got all John-like. <laughs> Come here, boy, I need to cut off your thumb. <laughs> Listen, it's a bargain. They're wanting me to cut off your hand in this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was a family story with G.E. and Caitlin. Okay, um, so... Take from this ram the fat, the fat tail, the fat around the inner parts, the covering of the liver, both kidneys with the fat on them, and the right thigh. The right thigh is the heave offering, by the way. That What's, what, they have fat tails, or is it like my anaconda don't want none unless you got <laughs> buns on? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the difference between, like, the tail and the fat tail is. Maybe, like, the tail is, like, fatty down to a point, and then it's just, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> We're talking about cutting it's the really tails gross. off it's animals really, here. really gross. Um, so this is the ram for ordination. From the basket of bread made without yeast, which is before the Lord, take a loaf and a cake made with oil and a wafer. Put all of these in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and wave them before the Lord. <laughs> so, so now they're waving them in front of the Lord. Like the Lord's like, just wave that shit in front of me. <sighs> bread and cakes. Wave bread and cakes in front of me while you're drenched in blood. Thanks. <laughs> so, <clears throat> all right, Moses, what I need you to do is drench yourself in blood. Make sure your at least your ears, your thumbs, and your toes are covered, and sprinkle some on you too. Um, do that shit, and then wave this food right in front of my fucking face so that I can smell it, and then I'll jerk off and come on all of you, please. <laughs> that, that's not the next part. Oh, okay. So you take the then whoever whoever is the person who's you know facilitating this thing, like the host of the evening or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, then take them from their hands and burn them on the altar along with the burnt offering for a pleasing aroma to the Lord, an offering made to the Lord by fire. After you take the breast of the ram from Aaron's ordination, wave it before the Lord as a wave offering and it will be your share. So um, wave, wave the just the raw breast of the lamb? Ram. Ram? Yes. And this part is not going to be burnt. This part is not going to be an offering. This 
actually is going to be Aaron's. Like this okay. is being there, you know, doing the whole wave offering nonsense. And then this part gets given to Aaron and his son so they can eat it. Because okay. that's what I want to do while I'm covered in its blood. <laughs> All right, kids, let's sit down. Don't wash your hands or else the Lord will kill your ass. Well, no, actually, we're well, the kids don't have to wash their hands, but the priests do and feet oh. or else they'll get they'll get killed. Oh, what the fuck? Uh-huh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we're getting to it. Okay. Consecrate those parts of the ordination ram that belong to Aaron and his sons, the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented. So they, he likes boobs and legs. <laughs> the thigh parts. <laughs> he's, a th- uh, he's a thigh guy. Oh, uh, yeah, them breasts and legs. <laughs> Keep waving them around there, Moses and, <laughs> and Aaron. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. I like that. Keep going. Keep going. Stop, stop, stop. No more. Okay. Uh, This is always to be the regular share of the Israelites for Aaron and for his sons. It is the contributions the Israelites are to make to the Lord from their fellowship offerings. Uh, Aaron's sacred garments will belong to his descendants. You know, these blood-drenched ones. You can't get blood off. And you know what? They did not have, like, club soda or anything that you would use to get blood off of garments at that point in time? <laughs> well, I mean, can you imagine this after about three or four years? It's just like you start to put it on. It's like, oh, it's all stiff and crackly. No, it, it, <laughs> and stanky. Yeah, it would be stinky. Oof. Okay. So the son who succeeds him as priest and comes to the tent meeting to minister in the holy place is to wear them for seven days. Yeah, so they're also going to be... Is, what is this, a big brother punishment? I don't know. <laughs> then take, take the ram from the ordination and cook the meat in a sacred place. We don't know what the sacred place is. It does not say. At the entrance to the tent of the meeting, Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket. You know, the bread they didn't wave around and burn. Then they are to eat these offerings by which the atonement was made for their ordination and consecration. But no one else may eat them because they are sacred. And if any of the meat from the ordination ram or any bread is left over until morning, burn it up. It must not be eaten because it is sacred. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm here wondering, like, why does this all matter that it has to be in the Bible? I don't know. Like, like you're talking about your eternal book or your, not eternal book, but, you know, it's it's supposed to be the one true book about God and everything like that. But and they got all of these rules and regulations that they're putting in here about all this shit. It's just like, what the fuck does this even matter? I have no idea. This whole the last the last week that we did this and this one, especially, I I'm just really confused for the same reasons you say. Like, why does this matter? Yeah, I don't I don't know why it matters, but I mean we're doing it, so let's let's chug ahead <laughs> on this psychotic adventure into Bloodtown. Okay, so do for Aaron and his sons everything I have commanded you, taking seven days to ordain them. So they have to do this shit over a period of seven days. Is this like annually, or is this just when you ordain them as priests or some shit? Well, this part, the ordination activities, that's just when you ordain them as priests. But there are other things that you have to do regularly, and we're going to get into those right right now. So, I mean, why why is why is God very particular about his priests to the point of... You have to walk around for seven days in bloody fucking clothes. 
<laughs> okay, this is your penalty. This is almost like a, a fraternity, like, hazing ritual. Kind of, like, yeah. Like, all right, you're going to walk around here, but you're going to do it with a dildo stuck up your ass. <laughs> how, how much do you want it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, pretty much. It's basically te- it's their commitment, you know, to him, I guess. You know, with the whole fraternity aspect of this, I'm still not wrong with dancing around naked with blood drenched, blood, blood, them getting drenched in blood. Yeah, I'm but this isn't really wrong. about a fraternity. Uh, you, I mean, it's about a fraternal you, order of priests, I guess. It's a fraternity. They're hazing the fuck out of these new priests, okay? Okay. Only do when you reach level 40 priesthood do you get the small boys to violate. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Um, this is so not going to be monetized because you keep talking about... None of these are ever monetized. Really? Ours are like the... Like, your your regular videos get approved for monetization. Well, yeah, that's because they get a bit more views. And so, like... Oh, so people just don't like this shit. No, it's not that people <laughs> don't like it. Oh. It's that YouTube, like, has a prejudice against videos that aren't necessarily quickly viral. Oh, okay, so here's what y'all need to do. You need to go ahead and share this out to people so that so that we can make money off of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we're not trying to make I'm just, money I'm off kidding. of it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Well, well, no, but seriously, a little bit of a meta moment here. Um, the YouTube algorithm has a prejudice against videos that are limited to no ads. Yeah. So if your videos are limited to no ads and they don't get approved or whatnot, they're less likely to show up in suggestions because... YouTube is trying to make money, so they're not going to show vids that aren't going to make them money. Oh. So, I mean, it makes sense. Also, you talk a lot about dick. Well, yeah, but that's not necessarily what gets it demonetized. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's move on. So, you take seven days to ordain them, sacrifice a bull each day as a sin offering to make atonement. So, that first one we did, the sin offering, the bull, and spirit. put the blood on the horns and pour out the rest of the base of the altar, the very first one. You have to do that every single day for seven days. Then you purify the altar by making atonement for it and anoint it to consecrate it. And that's anointed with oil. Uh, For seven days, make atonement for the altar and consecrate it. Then the altar will be most holy and whatever touches it will be holy. What I want to know is when the fuck do they clean it? They don't clean it, honey. But it's, it's got a lot, blood and guts it's, on it's it. Like a, it's like one of those Asian walks. It just matures with time and adds flavor. That's actually true, though. I know that's true of walks, but it, it, I'm just trying to... I don't, I don't know what they're thinking here, okay? Maybe the subsequent layers of bull and ram's blood adds more holiness to it. I don't fucking know. Okay. So that's for the ordination week. Now, continuously, you have to offer, you have to do burnt offerings. This is what you are to offer on the altar regularly each day. Two lambs, one year old. I wonder how long it takes for them to run out of one year old lambs. Like, and also lambs are really good to eat. Why do you, like, why do you have to kill them and and burn them? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Like, I, I, maybe they just have a lot of lambs that fuck a lot. I mean, I'm not sure. I I'm mean, sure they breed them, but even so, two every single day, forever. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I don't understand the populations of of all this because, like, 
I know at one point uh, the the Israelite people, which I think it's probably after this part, mm-hmm. the Israelite people go from just a few like um, t- like tens of thousands to like hundreds of thousands or something like that. Yeah, maybe it was a few thousand to hundreds of thousands or something like that. It was like really impossible population numbers is what okay. it was. Okay, so they have really weird like concepts of like you know. The, the actual toll of, of like, taking, like, two lambs a day. I got you. Okay, so offer one in the morning and the other at twilight. With the first lamb offer, a tenth of an ephah, which is, uh, like, two liters, I think, or two quarts, whatever we talked – remember we talked about last time? Oh, it's yeah. a It's a unit of measurement, an ephah. Uh, on the fi- of the fine flour with a quarter of a hen, which is another unit of measurement. Um, I think the hen is a, a quart, like it's half of an ephah of oil from the pressed olives and a quarter of a hen of wine as a drink offering. Sacrifice the other lamb at twilight with the same grain offering and its drink offering as in the morning. A pleasant aroma of an offering made to the Lord by fire. Lamb does smell really good when you cook it, though. <laughs> I always know. <laughs> I should make, you know what I should make us? Some chife chaff. Chife chaff is a big pot of like lamb stew, but it's just a lamb and wine and like salt. It's really, really good. And the okay. lamb, and you do a whole, la- like the whole lamb, like the pieces with all the bones and everything. Oh, okay. It's something that my, my grandmother used to make for um, Easter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. Chife chaff and lamb chops. So wait, you guys would eat lamb chops on, at Easter when the supposed lamb of God came back from the dead? Oh yeah, and it was fucking delicious. Lamb chops and creamy potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's get this bloodbath on the road. Okay, so for generations to come, this burnt offering is to be made regularly for the entrance at the entrance of the tent of the meeting before the Lord. There I will meet you and speak to you. There I will also meet the Israelites, and the place will be consecrated by my glory. See, that's where he comes on it. <laughs> You're getting on to me about it. Now. You're like, that's where he orgasms. <laughs> he well, gives him one big facial right there. <laughs> consecrated by my glory. What else could that possibly mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely phallic in nature. <laughs> So I will consecrate the tent of the meeting and the altar and will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Then I will as well. (laughs) Now y'all just close your eyes and look away. Okay, this part you guys don't need to know what's spraying on you. Then I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. They will know that I am the Lord, their God, who brought them out of Egypt so that I might dwell among them. I am the Lord, their God. With Thank God's you. glory consecrating them. <laughs> okay. Next, we're going to talk about incense. Now we're starting. That was Exodus chapter 29. Now we're into Exodus chapter 30. And we're going to talk about incense. Uh, make an altar of acacia wood for burning incense. So this is specifically an incense altar. All right. It is to be square, a cubit long and a cubit wide and two cubits high. It's horns of one piece with it. Overlay the top and all the sides and the horns with pure gold and make a gold molding around it. Make two gold rings for the altar below the molding, two on opposite sides to hold the poles used to carry it. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. 
Put the altar in front of the curtain that is before the Ark of the Testimony, before the atonement cover that is over the testimony where I will meet with you. It's just ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> well, so. I mean, I'm sitting over here with a confused look that you guys obviously can't see. I'm still, I'm, <clears throat> I'm left wondering, just like KC, what the fuck does this have to do with any goddamn thing at all? Well, like, what if they find a better way to engineer this shit so you can carry it more comfortably than the two rings with the poles? Like, what if there's a better way? And they find it, and they're like, oh, I can engineer the fuck out of this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had a mini stroke. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, we're censoring this shit. We've never censored this shit. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to censor it. It's just that's that's what ha- where it happened. Anyway, um, so what if they find a better way to engineer it? And then they can't because this is what he said to do, and they can't do anything different than what he said to do because r- reasons. Yeah. Well, I'm still uh, – well, I mean, I'm kind of confused why God is so specific about all this shit. Like, why does it require a bull and two rams? Why does it require any, like, any sacrifice at all? Like, why do you have to sacrifice animals? Blood god. Well, I know he's a blood god, but, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, there's no, like, like all it says is, oh, you will know that I'm your Lord God or whatever. But And, like, this is how you cleanse your sins. Like, okay, well, what is the actual process of cleansing sins here? Does the blood, like, soak up my sins in some kind of way? And, like, it washes the sins away when you bathe in the blood of animals? Like, that's some sick fucking shit there, God. Could you please tell me a little bit more about the physics of... Of sin washing with animal blood. I feel like it's one of those things where God is sitting up there and he's just like, what is the craziest shit I can tell these people to do? And let me see if they fucking do it. Hey, 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 angels, y'all want to take bets on this shit? (laughs) You think that you'll think they'll dip their toes and their fucking thumbs in blood if I tell them to? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys, watch this. I'll get them to let me come on them. Just What, what, yes, please, uh, Aaron, wave it in the air faster, Aaron. Okay, so now that we know how to build the altar of incense, right? Aaron has to burn in fragrant incense on the altar every morning when he tends the lamps. He must burn the incense again when he lights the lamps at twilight. So incense will burn regularly before the Lord for generations to come. Do not offer on this altar any other incense or any burnt offering or grain offering, and do not pour a drink offering on it. Once a year, Aaron shall make atonement on its horns. What does that mean? Make atonement on its horns? I think this is something perverse. (laughs) Well, it is the Bible, so generally you're probably correct. This annual atonement must be made with the blood of the atoning sin offering for generations to come. It is most holy to the Lord. I'm trying to look up right now atonement and atonement can't know. Well, no, I mean, I know what atonement means. I'm saying, what does it mean to make atonement on horns? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What is an atonement? An atonement is like a, a making a, like a sacrifice for, your sins like you're you're trying to be forgiving like do or you do something wrong 
And so you have to make up for doing something wrong. You atone for your sins. You're trying to make up for being bad. Excuse me, Lord. I'm I'm here to make up for, you know, just being fucking alive because you killed us all once to begin <laughs> with. So sorry about that. Here's <laughs> here's my atonement. <laughs> I don't you, you you don't really care what the atonement is, right? Here's a used condom. Well here here's what's interesting. We're <laughs> we're getting into the next offering, which is all about atonement. Yeah, well, you know, they would have condoms at this point, by the way. Lamb skin. Lamb, yeah, well, yeah, lamb intestine and goat intestine. Ooh. Yeah. What about that covering to the liver? What about that? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, honey, I'm going to fuck you with the no. <laughs> with the liver no. covering no. of a ram. Oh, <laughs> Just bear down and we'll get through this. The no, Lord no, commanded it. No, no, no. Okay, let's move on. God. <laughs> This is horrible. What kind of atonement would would suffice for whatever the fuck that he did? Like, I don't even know. Like, I would love an example of an atonement. Like, is it like like well, a, all of a these things or something? Well, all of these things are ways for them to atone. So well, they're making sacrifices of animals and this and that, and those are ways that they okay, atone. Well, it, like it, it, him placing the atonement up there. Did he like kill a squirrel and like that's like fine? Like, I don't know. Maybe he killed a trash panda and put it up there. What the fuck is a trash panda? A raccoon. (laughs) (coughs) I killed KC. Is that an Alabama thing? No. (laughs) It's not an Alabama thing. A trash panda. Have y'all ever heard of a trash panda? I'm sure that they have. Comment down below if you've heard of a trash panda. And I want you to know the most (laughs) famous trash panda that I know you've seen. Huh. Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh God, I hate that movie. It was the trash panda term was used in the movie. I thought he was a fox. He was a raccoon. He's a raccoon. Oh. <laughs> thought he was a fox. He's a. Ra- <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't. I didn't like. You know, I didn't like that movie. For whatever reason. Or Anyways, either of them. I saw both of them. Unfortunately, you know, we're gonna have to. We're going to have to do a blood sacrifice after this. I mean, there's no way to atone for this sin. <laughs> so let's move on. This is my favorite atonement. Are you ready? Oh, God. <laughs> what? This is the census offering. Okay? Oh, okay. So then the Lord said to Moses, when you take a census of the Israelites to count them, each one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life at the time he is counted. Okay. Okay. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. No plague? No like, plague. is basically, is he basically saying, hey, I won't cause a plague if you collect taxes? Uh, well, essentially, well, not really. He's just saying, hey, hey, bitch, you pay. I'll make sure you don't die of the plague. <laughs> like, I'll protect you from the plague. But, but he won't necessarily not bring a plague on people. He'll just protect people who paid. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like some kind of snake oil salesman thing. It does. Because it's like, hey, give me that money, and I swear you won't get this this black plague. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, how are you going to prevent it? You giving me the money, dipshit. I mean, are you not following along here? <laughs> <laughs> so each one who crosses over to those already counted is to give a half a shekel. Okay, so that's the that's the price of the ransom for your life is a half shekel. According to the sanctuary shekel. Now, a, shank, a sanctuary shekel is like a 
a, a fifth of an ounce or about six grams, and I feel like we're talking about drugs now, so I'm going to move <laughs> on. Can, can you imagine? <laughs> Moses is up there with his scales like, all right, this is a half an ounce off, motherfucker. Where's the rest of it? Don't let me get my snap and break your goddamn ankles. <laughs> So a, a sanctuary shekel, in case anybody wants to know, weighs 20 gerets. I don't know what the fuck a gerret is. Um, let's see. I feel like they're making up these measurements. <laughs> it's like, give me half a shekel. That's 11 gerets. What's a gerret? Gerret. 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 Give me half a gerret. That's 22 ounces of gerret. Or whatever, like uh, uh, well, they're just like... giving the the precise measurements. So this is based off of a sanctuary shekel, which weighs twenty gerets. Okay, so so how... you have to give a half a shekel. How do you give half a shekel? Like, are shekels just coins? Like, is that what well, I imagine a shekel is like a coin? So they, they take like a butcher knife and they're like, well, so it... half a shekel. <laughs> At one point, shekels were kind of coins yes but at this point i don't think that shekels were coins that's it's a it's a measurement it's a unit of measurement um but but like it doesn't specify a half a shekel of what like it doesn't say um like gold or a shekel, half a shekel is like i don't know i don't oh, know what wait. i don't know what shekels are made out of at this point in time Oh, okay, so uh, wait, are you so are you saying that like a shekel is a measurement, not really like a standard currency? Well, a shekel is a stand is a currency, but it's based off of a weight of measurement. Okay, so like a shekel would be these twenty two, sh- twenty gerets. twenty gerets. Gerets. Yeah. Doesn't that sound? No, no, I should. I should. That's that's a little. It sounds like an abonics name. <laughs> Give me twenty-two Jerez. Well, it's... I've only got eleven Jamals. <laughs> no, we're not going to go there. You need to stop. <laughs> this half shekel is an offering to the Lord. All who cross over those twenty years old or more. So, if you're under twenty, you don't have to pay the half shekel. Are given an offering. Are are to give an offering to the Lord. The rich are not to give more than a half a shekel. And the poor are not to give less than a half a shekel when you make the offering. So I don't know why they feel the need to specify this because everybody gives a half shekel. Um, I, in my humble opinion, it's basically saying just because the rich are rich doesn't mean you can charge them more. And just because the poor are poor doesn't mean you can charge them less. So, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about it. What do you think? Well, <clears throat> I think it's more poetic language than legalistic language, which if this is their legal code, I would expect stricter language in this particular section. But regardless of that, it's talking about a flat tax. And I'm fairly certain that, you know, I remember Ben Carson, I believe it was, using biblical references for a flat tax. And I want to say that this is potentially one of those, one of those sources of a flat, because that's what it basically is. It's a flat tax. Yeah, I feel like that. Um, be, I mean, it is, and it affects the poor more significantly than it affects the rich, even though they're all paying the same amount. Obviously, the percentage of the pay to their income is going to be significantly different. Yeah, the, the, like the half shekel is a signi- much more significant impact on the poorer people rather than 
Uh, it's not so significant on the richer people. Well, right. Like if you make a hundred dollars a month, which I mean, I if you make a hundred dollars a month and you have to pay ten dollars of it, and then somebody who makes a hundred thousand dollars a month and has to pay ten dollars of it, that's going to be completely insignificant to them. But it's going to be pretty significant to the person who makes a hundred dollars. And that's kind of what it's a biblical flat tax, right? And it's I'm probably sure why it, Ted Cruz <clears throat> wants a flat tax, right? Well, well, it's probably why most conservatives want flat flat tax because they pretty much have have stuck religion up the ass of their political party. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean they've shoved it up there and really packed it tight. Oh, okay, um, let's move on. Well, we're st- we're hold on. We're still talking about the the taxes here. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it in the service of the tent meeting. It will be a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord, making atonement for your lives. So that's what they're doing is they're exchanging a half a shekel for their life. And everybody has to do this. Uh, or else what? Um, apparently, I mean, according to the earlier verse, um, y- you'll get the plague. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a half shekel or you're going to get the plague tonight, okay? Well, I mean, that's the only thing. It says, one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. Oh, also you number them. Numbering the Jews. They talk about numbering the Jews in the Bible. This is a bit. mm -mm. (laughs) We got a little Hitler here for a God. (laughs) Okay. So the next part talks about uh, the Lord said to Moses, make a bronze basin. Oh, this part is about washing your hands and feet. Um, so Aaron and his sons are to wash their hands and feet with water from the bronze basin. Whenever they enter the tent of the meeting, they shall wash with water so they will not die. I don't know why they would die for walking into the temple with unclean hands or feet, but this is a serious thing. Okay. Well, obviously God likes to keep it pretty nice and and sanitary in there and so he will he will cause you to spontaneously combust if you walk (laughs) in there all dirty and fucking shit okay well i mean they're covered in blood (laughs) yeah well they're covered in blood but that blood best not get on god's carpet you under fucking stand me well so here's my next question when they wash their hands and feet are they to leave their bloody thumb and bloody toe bloody or are they to wash it my guess is is that they are to wash it because you get blood on God's carpet and you're going to be riding around <laughs> with a snake out your ass. So when they approach the altar to minister by presenting an offering made to the Lord by fire, they shall wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants for generations to come. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> the next part is, is about how to make the anointing oil. Because you can't just use any regular oil. You've got to make something special. So you take the following spice, fine, fine spices, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh, half as much, so 250 shekels of fragrant cinnamon, 250 shekels of fragrant cane, 500 shekels of cassia, all according to the sanctuary shekel, and a hen of olive oil. Make these into a sacred anointing oil, a fragrant blend, the work of a perfumer. It will be the sacred anointing oil. Then use it to anoint the tent of the meeting, the ark of the testimony, the table and all of its articles, the lampstand and its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils. And that that means all of their torture devices that they use to cut the fucking rams up with. 
Um, and the basin, <laughs> and the basin with its stand, you shall consecrate them so that they will be most holy, and whatever touches them will be holy. Anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them so that they may serve me as priests. Say to the Israelites, this is to be my sacred anointing oil for generations to come. Do not pour it on men's bodies and do not make any oil with the same formula. It is sacred and you are to consider it sacred. Whoever makes perfume like it and whoever puts it on anyone other than a priest must be cut off from his people. So basically, God wants to set up an incense and oils cartel. And anybody that tries to replicate their work is going to get the fucking boot. Yes. Are we playing, like, Ghost Recon Wildlands First Century Edition or something <laughs> like that? I mean, it, like just, it. it just sounds like, because it's like, we will make the finest essential oils in the land. <laughs> <laughs> you try to fuck with my essential oil supply and I will fuck you up. Yeah. So you ready to hear how the, with the incense? Yeah. So the Lord said to Moses, take fragrant spices, gum resin, anicha, and galbanum, which both of those are like, um, uh, like a, well, anicha is a part, of the, they think it's a part of a snail shell. Um, they're not really sure, like people aren't really exactly sure what it is, but it's, it's most likely like the, the part of the snail shell that like the gummy gooey, like muscly kind of shit that holds it together anyway um and then the other the galbanum is like a another kind of resin okay and and pure frankincense all in equal amounts and make a fragrant blend of incense the work of a perfumer it is to be salted and pure and sacred grind some of it into powder and place it in front of the testimony in the tent of the meeting where i will meet with you it shall be most holy to you. Do not make any incense with this formula for yourselves. Consider it holy to the Lord. Whoever makes any like it to enjoy its fragrance must be cut off from its people. First of all, for those of you who are not religious or have never been or anybody who's been to hasn't been to a Catholic mass, incense stinks horribly horribly incense is awful when they used to burn incense at church i would have to leave because it would make me choke and i could not breathe my guess is is that it's a lot like those candle places that just have way too much fragrance packed into whatever fucking little shop they have no it's not even fragrant like it's it doesn't even smell like it's just I don't know. It's overpowering and it's awful. It's wretched. And I think that most people, I don't know. Some people, there are some people that burn incense in their house and I don't get that because it is horrifying. It gets into your clothes and you take it out there and everybody will know you burned incense. Oh God, it's awful. Fucking you walk, hippies. you walk down that one aisle in Walmart, you smell that person. You're like, they fucking burn incense. I can't deal with it, man. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I would leave church and my stepmom would get so mad at me for leaving mass like i would just walk outside because i would nearly choke to death so anyway apparently apparently i am allergic to incense or something because i'm demonic of some sort they must be obviously i mean i'm surprised you didn't burst into flame flames as soon as you walked into the church and i never did notice like the the holy water boiling or anything when i touched it i know yeah Anyway, the the last part we're going to talk about, well, the second to the last part is Exodus chapter 31. 
And this is when God names the tribe of Judah as the workmen. Now it gives all the sons names. I'm not going through it because I don't know how to say most of them. Let's be super honest. Um, do, do, you, do you want me to try or can we just skip that part? Well, uh, hold on. Where is it at? Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God. That sounds a little homoerotic right there. So there's some more down here. Let's see. Uh, Aholiab, son <laughs> of Ashimashai, Mac, of the tribe of Dan. <laughs> I knew you would love that one. The tribe of Dan. <laughs> I gotta read this again. Aholiab, son of Ashimashai. <laughs> Of the tribe of Dan. That's like when you watch a foreign film and then right in the middle of all that fucking shit, it's like the the boom operator and his name's like Steve. I know your fucking name's not Steve. Mm -mm. So basically, these are the people who are skilled um, in ability and knowledge with all kinds of crafting, making designs in, in gold and silver and bronze, being able to cut and set stone, uh, woodworking and all those kinds of things. So these are those people, and they're going to be responsible for building everything when it comes to uh, the temple, or I'm sorry, the tabernacle, and all of the shit in it, all those altars, all the stuff. They're supposed to be the people to make it, the sons of Judah, or the tribe of Judah. Okay. Okay. Um, so finally, when the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him two tablets of the testimony. The tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. Nuh-uh. No, it's not the finger. I know what he means by finger. It's his lightning dick. Okay, don't let it fool you people. It's definitely a lightning dick. God shoved his dick through the clouds and was like... Because he carved it with his glory. <laughs> that's that's not what happened, honey. No, it's totes what happened. No. Revisionist history. I okay. Mean, come on. Okay. So anyway, that's... That's what we have for today. So so basically, let me get this straight. This, this is all happening while Moses is up on Mount Sinai. He's getting yes. all these instructions. And God is laying it out. Okay, listen, you got you to gotta dip your toes and your ear and your thumb and all that in blood. But only Spr your right ones. O only the right ones. You do the left ones, motherfucker, and I'll strike you with lightning. Now, uh, also, you're going to need to coat yourselves with some more blood and then and then for the ordination, blah, 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 blah. And then here's some more blood sacrifices, okay? Now, by the way, here's the Ten Commandments. Go forth and be moral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't much. fuck this up. You got one chance, Moses. Oh, shit. You forgot the very beginning part. Get dressed up in this little pretty outfit and put this this jewels on your head. Oh, yeah. You got to get pretty for me, okay, for my glory to consecrate you. <laughs> <laughs> while you're covered in blood yep <laughs> seems like you like i know it's animal blood but i mean it just seems like like the possibility of some animal to human like uh disease yeah like a disease that can transfer from an animal to a human like it just seems like you'd be more prone to get like i don't know buffalo herpes <laughs> <laughs> So next week, if, <laughs> if you decide to come back after Buffalo Herpes, um, we're going to talk about how what happens when Moses gets back from being on Mount Sinai. Because if you remember a couple times ago, Moses was up on Mount Sinai for 40 days. And so the people 
they, you know, they have this whole crazy thing with the God and the burning everything and the clouds and all the shit. And then Moses goes up on the mountain and he's gone. And there's no Moses, no God, no nothing for the Israelites for, for the whole time that Moses is there. And they don't know what happened. They don't really know what to do. So we're going to talk about what they do. And don't they kind of get freaky with like a goat god or something? Yeah, so they break their covenant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, not really a goat god, I don't think. No, um, it's a golden cow. If it's I a, it's a golden calf. They turn Hindu. Yeah, they haven't. They so they start to worship an idol, and uh, it's interesting. So we talk about God's reaction to this, um, what Moses does, um, and and. Ex, I mean executions there's executions next week so that'll be that'll be fun um we talk about Moses seeing God's glory so that'll <laughs> now now Moses I want you to be honest with me what do you think <laughs> uh we talk about um God renewing the covenant the second tablets and that take that'll take us through Exodus chapter three. Oh, oh yeah, because uh, Moses was all thumbs with the first set. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Moses that was all thumbs. I think that his people were like, "Fuck these tablets," and then God's like, "I gotta write this shit again." Fine, let me get my glory. <laughs> well, no, it. Um, well, yeah, it it was it was the Israelites that that did it when he came back and the calf was there. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, run down them next week. Y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> so heathens, I hope that you enjoyed today. I hope that you made it through all of the overt sexual references. YouTube, please take pity on this little podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to give a shout out to everybody that listens on SoundCloud. I know that we've been a little neglectful here recently, but we are going to be getting back on track. That's mainly because of me. So uh, if you uh, are on YouTube and you'd rather listen on SoundCloud, uh, there will be a link down below where you can go there and get get all that goodness. So, uh, yeah, do that. Uh, Be sure to follow us on SoundCloud as well. Yes, and if you'd like to contribute to what we do here at Godless Engineer, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash godlessengineer. Is that right? Awesome. And don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Y'all come back now, you hear? It's it's not your outro. (laughs) Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.